millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Welcome, welcome all my viewers, especially my viewers on the podcast who watch the audio stream on Spotify and Apple's podcasting platforms. Now, a lot of you who have been following this channel for a significant period of time might think that I'm a TYT hater. You might think that I go to a restaurant, I look at the menu and I say, excuse me, with my meal, I would like a glass of TYT haterade. But in reality, in actuality, I am the most fairest, objective person on the internet.com. I only report the facts, and when I give you my opinion, my opinion is also a literal fact. That is the way it works. That's the way it's always worked on this channel. And I don't attack people just for the sake of attacking them. And a perfect example of this is a video that I did previously where I talked about the Young Turks finally coming around and saying crime is bad, using examples of failed bail reform policies in New York State, which I really appreciated. Now, I mocked them for trying to put a little communist spin on it, but overall, I did approve of them coming into my camp and finally admitting that they were wrong without acknowledging that they did support this crappy bail reform about bail reform. However, of course, this was not taken well by the left. Of course, people on the internet.com on that side of the aisle have seen TYT as traitors for acknowledging that somebody who is arrested 41 times probably should have been put in jail before incident number 41. And one of these people is somebody called Brianna Greyjoy. Over at the Hill Rising, the new version of the Hill Rising, after they got rid of Sagar and Crystal, and they went on to do their own thing. And they actually did a segment with somebody who Anna Kasparian argued with on Twitter... And we're going to laugh at this segment because it does the near impossible in making Anna Kasparian actually look good, decent, and intelligent by comparison. But before we get into this, we have an absolutely wonderful sponsor for today's episode. So I'm going to toss it over to the sponsor. Definitely check them out. Links in the description. And then we'll talk about this on the other side of the ad read. You guys have to check out Flip City Magazine. It is hilarious. And I laugh all the way through reading each and every single issue. And one of the things I absolutely love about Flip City Magazine other than their tireless commitment to comedy, other than the fact that they're 100% independent, other than the fact that they're committed to freedom of speech and they're not going to take censorship by anybody, is that it's actually legitimately good. I mean, check out these covers. You can actually see artists are behind this, comedians, people who are interested in making you a good product are on board. This isn't one of those, oh, it's conservative, so just buy it, idiot. They're actually hilarious. Flip City mocks the same people that I mock each and every day right 
right here on this channel. A lot of people have called them like Mad Magazine before they went woke, but honestly, it's better than Mad Magazine. So go over to FlipCityMag.com and get yourself a subscription. We have been searching for something independent and committed to free speech and hilarious, and this is the time to put our money where our mouth is. FlipCityMag.com. So I've been told over and over again, repeatedly, by people out there in my audience that I need to be paying attention to what's going on on the newest version of The Hill Rising Show, post the departure of Crystal and Sagar. And overall, I haven't paid attention. In fact, one of my patrons, Clinton, who wanted to remain anonymous, was sending me videos and clips from them over and over again saying that I have to look into it because the stuff that is said on this show is absolutely wild. However, the culprit behind today's video is a man called Stephen Michael Davis. I've recommended him on this channel multiple different times. Go over and subscribe, link in the description, for sending me this absolute gem. Because Anna Kasparian recently came out against a criminal arrested 41 times for vicious assaults and they decided to do a response with the random cat lady that Anna was arguing with on Twitter and it is absolutely epic. I mean, just check out the like to dislike ratio on this video. It is nearly a 3 to 1 dislikes versus likes. And just the thumbnail of this video alone is enough to tell you why people didn't like it. Because remember, the story is violent criminal repeatedly arrested and released due to New York State bail reform law, attacks an MTA worker in an absolutely vicious attack, and is put up on $5,000 bond. But according to the thumbnail of this video, this is a debate related to homelessness because Brianna Greyjoy wants to shift responsibility from the criminal, wants to shift responsibility from the bail reform law to poverty. She wants us to arrest poverty. Somebody put out an APB on poverty. What is poverty wearing? The police need a description because we need to arrest poverty because obviously when somebody is repeatedly violently attacking people, we need to go out and seek out where poverty is and see what she's been doing with all this time. Some people are talking about the fact that over the weekend, a 64-year-old New York City subway worker was randomly attacked and beaten unconscious with a rock while on the way home from work. Uh, the judge has set a $5,000 bail for the alleged perpetrator. Um, people are pointing out that the perpetrator has over 40 uh, previous arrests. He is also uh, homeless and unlikely to make bail for those reasons. So they show you the video, which is a bit obscured by the exit turnstiles of the subway, but you can see this individual pick up a giant rock or brick. It's been described as both in the media and swing it over the top of his head, yes, I just bumped the skeleton, at the 62-year-old MTA worker. Now, this was a vicious attack, the man was left unconscious, it was unprovoked, and this was based on a pattern of behavior. But if you ask Brianna what the main issue of this situation is, it's that the $5,000 bond is likely not payable by this person because he's homeless. And I would like to respond to that up front by saying... Who the hell cares? This guy has a repeated history of violent assaults. The bail shouldn't be set at a level that he should pay. He should be remanded to custody because he is clearly and obviously an ongoing danger to society. But Brianna Greyjoy and her guest, the random cat lady that was arguing with Anna Kasparian on Twitter, are going to make the case that the real victim in this situation, I don't know if you know this, is the guy who repeatedly assaults people across New York City and gets released over and over again due to our nonsensical bail reform law. Uh, the other attacks include uh, an assault on a stranger that garnered this reaction from the Young Turks, Anna Kasparian. Without further ado, this is a man who's been arrested 41 times and is just released back onto the streets to assault other people. Oh, you're a big fool. 
So right there, that's the clip that we referenced in our previous video. Obviously, I had to black it out for YouTube's terms of service reasons because I am not treated as graciously as channels like The Hill Rising, like The Young Turks. But what happened was this woman, elderly Asian woman, very short, couldn't have been more than five feet tall, was just walking and happened to be walking in the wrong direction or in the wrong area because this guy was nearby and he decided it would be a good idea to sucker punch her, knock her to the ground, and just walk away. Now, remember, because this isn't emphasized by the people at the hill throughout the course of this video he was released automatically based on this video caught obviously everybody knew he did it automatic release for this assault even though this assault was deemed a potential anti-asian hate crime and charged as such this person with a pattern of behavior with 40 other arrests was released automatically this was before the mta assault that got anna kasparian angry and made her do the story so that's not going to be mentioned they're going to try to deflect from the fact that this is about bail reform by talking about how he has a five thousand dollar bond now and obviously that's just them showing how oppressive bail is but remember over and over again time after time he was released even though we have video of him knocking out an elderly asian woman for no apparent reason yeah this is unacceptable uh, this is a hundred percent unacceptable. I just, I, I'm done with this. Whatever this is, is not criminal justice reform. Allowing people who are clearly a threat to public safety, allowing people who are assaulting and hurting workers as they're just trying to do their jobs and get through the day, unacceptable. How are we allowing this to happen? Yeah. This is it. This is criminal justice reform. Now, Anna Kasparian, except for her worker communist garbage, except for her saying that this is somehow surprising as an outcome, despite the fact that people looked at the list of crimes in which you were auto-released for according to the new bail law and warned specifically about this, and this was going on for years, is actually right on that. This is ridiculous. This is absurd. But of course, The Hill decided to dig up some random lefty from the internet.com, an alleged independent journalist, to say that Anna Kasparian is fear-mongering too much about lax criminal justice policy. Anna Kasparian, who has never found a race hoax that she hasn't bitten on, is actually, I don't know if you know this, way too far right-wing when it comes to criminal justice policy, according to this random lady. What your problem was with how she framed this attack and this incident? I mean, where do I start? Uh, first of all, she made it seem like the $5,000 bail meant that if he paid it, he'd be out on the streets again. It's like homeless people don't have $5,000 laying around. So the first thing she says is that Anna Kasparian made it seem like if he paid the $5,000 bail, then he would be out on the streets again. First of all, um, yes, that is what would happen if he paid the $5,000 bond. However, it is important to note that you really only have to throw down around 10% of a bond in order to get yourself out of jail. Now, a bail bondsman would likely not take the case of a person like this as he is unreliable as a person to show up to court. But that is, in fact, how bail works. And to be fair to Anna Kasparian, which this girl is not, and yes, I am going to be defending Anna Kasparian of all people on the internet.com. She was talking mostly in relation to bail reform about the fact that he was auto-released over and over and over again 
for violent assaults that he could have been held and should have been held in jail on so that this assault against the MTA worker never would have happened. That was the case that Anna was making. But she's like, homeless people don't have $5,000. And if you think that maybe she's going to subtly hint that the homeless person who's been attacking people is the victim in this scenario, let me just disabuse you of that notion. It's not going to be subtle. She's going to present him as the victim in this scenario. Um, And then linking that outcome to reform makes no sense because so in the absence of being able to remand someone look i understand that public speaking is difficult i understand that doing interviews through skype or whatever video format isn't typically the cleanest process so i'm not going to ding this person on their bad public speaking too much throughout the course of this video i'm going to be nice going to be gracious this isn't somebody who does media a lot according to what i see from this interview so we all got to be fair and we all got to be kinder and we all got to be better however i will make fun of the fact that she started a sentence saying that you can't really link this to bail reform and then bailed out of that sentence ironically pun attended yes i'm making jokes and then started talking about judges setting bail too high in order to keep people in um and then linking that outcome to reform makes no sense because so in the absence of being able to remand someone what judges tend to do is set a bail amount that is obviously way too high for the person to pay so what this judge did has nothing to do with reform it has to do with a loophole in the system where this guy's essentially remanded um, to jail. Now, the reason that's ridiculous is because the reason that people are outraged by this is not just due to the fact that these attacks are vicious and this attack specifically on the MTA worker was particularly vicious. It's because it's not an isolated incident and this person has been arrested over and over again. And even though he's being held on bond now because they finally were able to charge him with an aggravated assault, all the other assaults that he committed were not bail eligible. So he has been released over and over again. So his behavior can escalate and he can do more harm to people that is what anna's arguing about that's what i'm upset about that's why we cover these stories because it is a systemic failure their favorite word on the left and it is due to the woke nut jobs that are in favor of letting everybody out regardless of criminal history regardless of pattern behavior regardless of how many times they re-offend they keep getting let out uh, because yeah, <laughs> i don't have five thousand dollars i don't think that this guy does i mean come on you're gonna tell me that you don't have any access at all to five thousand dollars remember again bail you only have to put down ten percent you're gonna tell me that this person in a friend circle or maybe even selling a tv or something in her apartment can't make up five hundred dollars if she were to be arrested for a crime come on don't be ridiculous don't be absurd don't be insane and this you know sort of happened when the you know discussion discussion on twitter where everyone called me uh you know an insane idiot for three days um you know, this idea that if you don't want this person to be in jail, that means that you're like a stupid hippie that thinks you can solve crime with like unicorn horn beams instead of jails. But what that misses is, A, that guy does not belong in jail. He belongs in a decent psychiatric hospital. We don't have those. So she says that people are attacking her, saying that she's some ridiculous hippie that just wants to hug her way out of the situation. And then she proceeds to talk about how this guy actually needs to be in a decent psychiatric hospital. And the fact is, we don't have those hospitals. And in jail, he's not going to be treated very well in terms of his mental issues. Again, that is a different issue. The point is, he needs to be removed from society. 
and he should have been removed from society in any of his previous violent attacks on everyday citizens because, again, this is a pattern of behavior. But notice the shift. Notice that we're shifting to somebody else being responsible, to this person being the victim, and there's going to be very little talk about the people that he repeatedly assaulted and the injuries that they suffered from because, again, the issue now has moved from poverty, even though we're going to still talk about poverty, to mental health. This guy, obviously mentally unfit, so it's way better to release him out onto the streets rather than to hold him in jail because he is a continuous ongoing threat to other people and by the way i know some of you might be in the comments right now or in the live chat in the premiere talking about how he does need some form of mandatory mental health counseling or mental health treatment and he shouldn't be held in jail and you might agree with that but let me be clear you don't agree with them because the issue of mandatory mental health counseling comes up and needless to say they're not in favor of it they don't want this person held at all that is their genuine position and it's insane in jail, he will be unmedicated. And I looked into this. Um, I looked up his status um, on the Department of Justice, the, the Corrections Department website. He is at the um, Eric Taylor uh, facility on Rikers, where, according to their website, it's a mix of adult men and kids. So, what the best place for this guy is to be unmedicated because you know Rikers guards don't administer antipsychotic shots, right? Unmedicated around teenagers uh, first of all they actually do give medication in prison and in jails i don't know why she's suggesting that they don't maybe because she lives in a fantasy world secondly just because in one section of rikers they house people who are adults awaiting trial and people who are minors awaiting trial doesn't necessarily mean that they're housed together they might be in the same wing but that wing might be subdivided and in fact as somebody who has known way too many people who have been arrested and sent to rikers island this is often the case. Now, there are people who are close enough to age in adulthood that they end up housing together, whatever, whatever. Obviously, you could find some exemptions. Obviously, somebody's going to point in the comments that this guy who was 17 and a half years old was in the adult population. I get it. Calm down. But I'm just saying the depiction of him victimizing teenagers or just being set up with the teenagers, not really accurate. And the point is, he needs to be removed from society. After we remove him from society, after we stop all automatically releasing him then we can discuss where he needs to go so i I don't think i mean i think a lot of these conversations about public safety forget the people who are behind bars especially pre-trial like why isn't you know why isn't there a safety part of public safety i I guess i would respond let's let's just reframe this let's just reframe for the second so what i love about this is that brianna Greyjoy brought this woman on and she invited anna kasparian on because she wanted this conversation to go in a certain direction however this woman just wasted four minutes of our time talking absolute nonsense so now brianna's like let's just reframe this let's just talk about why some people were mad at anna kasparian for saying something that was finally sensible because Because we all know that as progressives, we can never make sense on any issue ever. We can never talk about something logically. And we can never criticize reforms. Because remember, the criminal justice system produces unequal outcome. And we fill all gaps with racism. So even though the behavior is unequal, we just got to say that that's racism. Therefore, Anna Kasparian, kind of a racist if you think about it. The question is whether or not people should be having bail set so that they are on the off the street. Which is not what bail is actually 
designed to do and structured to do. What bail ultimately ends up, the purpose that bail ends up serving is to say that people who are affluent don't have to wait in prison until their trial, and people who are not affluent have to wait in jail until they uh, are on trial. So here you have Brianna Greyjoy talking about bail and how it basically criminalizes poverty. Of course we're going in that direction, and she's basically making the argument that if you're wealthy, then you don't have to wait in jail up until your trial, but if you're not wealthy, you have to wait in jail up until your trial. Again, you only have to put down 10% for bail in order to get a bail bondsman to get you out of jail pre-trial, and the reason that we have bail is to remand people, or at least have a cost of people, that we expect to not show up to court. So you're going to have to lay out some money if you want to be out, and that money will be returned to you if you actually show up to court. On top of that, we end up holding people that are risk to society, risk to reoffend, and the issue isn't the amount of bail that this person was charged this time. The issue is, is that this person is auto-released because you can't hold people in for a whole host of crimes in New York State a bunch of different times for similar assaults, and even though he kept repeat offending, the bail reform law prevents judges from looking at the history, so again and again, he was churned out on the street. The really core issue here is this perception that leftists and liberals care more about people like the perpetrator than the victim. First of all, it is not a perception that leftists care more about the criminals than the victims of these crimes. Just look at this segment. Look at how much they spend on the repeated victims of this person versus this person himself. Listen to how many times they mention that he's homeless and he won't be able to afford to get out. Or maybe he has a mental health issue. Or maybe there's something wrong in his life that is really sad and we should feel sympathy for this guy who repeatedly attacks people just trying to go throughout their day-to-day lives so yes they care more about the criminals than they do in fact care about the victims and you could tell that by the fact that they barely talk about any of the victims and i really want to get to the core of that because there is a way i think that when we talk about criminal justice reform and are reacting to the backlash against a a perpetrator it can seem like you are indifferent to what this man and people like this would do and i don't hear that from you tana and i want i want you to speak more specifically on this so what's hilarious about this is that the conversation was all over the place the person they brought on on a guest was all over the place and you could essentially see brianna Greyjoy with those little things at the airport trying to direct this plane into the lane that she needs it directed into because she wants to own anna kasparian in this conversation and she just brought on somebody who is not prepared to make this argument so she's trying to redirect the conversation that was just one giant pivot from whatever this person was talking about earlier and it's kind of pathetic that this is the person they brought on again to argue with anna kasparian this is the problem when you see somebody is verified on Twitter and they're arguing with somebody that you don't like and you think they would be a good guest on your show. What I'm hearing is that everyone agrees that it's horrible for people to get assaulted in the street. Everyone agrees that we should take measures to stop people from getting assaulted in the streets. The real disagreement is as to what measures are actually effective. And the argument from the left, as I hear it, is that bail, uh, setting hot, you know, setting bail in a way that captures low-income people and not high-income people doesn't actually get to the root of the problem. And moreover, incarcerating people so the violence happens in prison against other vulnerable populations and other people who haven't been convicted of crimes, because again, this is a jail, it's a pre-trial de- de- detention center records, not people who have been convicted, doesn't help when you should be really putting people into mental health institutions. Is that an accurate framing, Tana? Well, first of all, the purpose of jails, the purpose of prisons, is to incapacitate the criminals, remove them from general society so that they stop reoffending in general society. Secondly, jails actually hold people convicted of misdemeanors. So the idea that nobody in Rikers is convicted of a crime is just nonsense. It's made 
afraid of. And based on the fact that we automatically release people based on a whole host of crimes. In fact, it would be a shorter list to name the crimes that you could actually be held in jail pretrial on in New York State at this point than the crimes that you could actually be auto-released on. But yeah, no. So most of Rikers probably right now is people accused of murders or whatever or people convicted of misdemeanors because that's how jails work. And based on the auto-release and the reduction in population movements and all these things that are leading to spikes in crime that are observable, this is what you can expect. Well, my issue with him being locked up with people at Rikers who, right, they shouldn't be subjected to violence either, because many of them, or most of them, right, await, we talk about Rikers a lot, are waiting pre-trial, haven't been convicted of anything, but then the failing is on keeping those people at Rikers rather than I mean, this person well, we cannot be on the street. And who's not? I mean, that's exactly right. right. Why are we detaining well, we so many people? Well, so here you have the libertarian guy on this show. I've never heard of this person. I don't know anything about him. But in this case, he's talking about how maybe we should release the other people in Rikers that are awaiting pretrial and all that. Those people should be let out. And again, most of them who commit most crimes are let out. So it's likely these are people accused of serious violent crimes. But we know that this guy is guilty. And you see Brianna almost have a mental meltdown, like an aneurysm burst in her head because she's like, well, I mean, just because it's on video, multiple of these attacks and there are witnesses and whatever doesn't mean that we know he's guilty because he hasn't gone through the formality of being convicted of a crime. So I don't know if you're trying to throw out the innocent until proven guilty, whatever, whatever. When again, the conversation about being held in jail pre-trial is whether or not you are an ongoing threat to society, not whether or not you are technically legally proven guilty of your crime. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. At the time that you're arrested, we all know that you're not technically legally proven guilty at the crime at the time you're arrested. And by the way, this guy's a long rap sheet. He probably does have convictions, a history of criminality, but whatever, whatever. They're not prosecuting anything. They're not sentencing anybody seriously. They constantly reduce the charges. But yeah, just her reaction to him saying the obvious thing that this guy that they just showed two videos of him attacking people is in fact guilty of attacking those people is hilarious. We still have you know, a trial system, jury system in the United States of America around yeah. here. I don't know if you want to quite well, like that. Well, he should face a trial system, but he should be locked up while awaiting that trial. Okay, so here's the question. The reality is that we know that many, I don't know, Tana, maybe you can speak more specifically to the proportion of people in Rikers who are in there for nonviolent versus violent offenses and whether or not you believe that there is a category of people who, you know, should, for public safety reasons, be separated from the public. So Brianna just put forward a ridiculously stupid hypothesis, a ridiculously stupid question. Are there people that exist, groups of people, groups of offenders, that should be held a pretrial for any crime at all because they're an ongoing threat to society? The fact that this is even a question just shows you how insane the left is on criminal justice-related issues. Then she pivots to the Khalif Browder case, and she says the most ridiculously stupid account of that case I've ever heard in my entire life. Pending trial. But the reality is we have these cases, like Khalif like Browder, who we know was in Rikers for jumping a tr- turnstile, was in there for, what, over a year, and ended up committing suicide when he got out. Two years. Two years. I'm sorry? Two years? Two years. Two years, a kid who ended up subjecting those horrible conditions. So first of all, if you jump the turnstiles, you should in fact be arrested. This is a basic component of broken windows policing. And the reason why they arrested people jumping the turnstiles is that it turns out people who commit crimes in the cities weren't paying for a subway. So what happened was when you arrested them at the entry point to the subway, you actually ended up preventing a bunch of robberies and problems and all that down the line. But the thing is, Khalif Browder was not arrested for jumping the turnstiles. I don't know where the hell Brianna Greyjoy got that from because even the myth of Khalif Browder, the story that's put forward by the left-wing media that tried to blow up this story and turn it into something that it wasn't, doesn't go that way. If you'll remember, the myth of Khalif Browder was that he was arrested and held in Rikers for over two years because he was accused of just stealing a backpack. This guy, with no criminal history, just stole a backpack. Now, of course, that wasn't true. That wasn't remotely true. It was clearly and obviously something 
something that was myth-making in order to push a certain agenda and undermine the criminal justice system. Khalif Rauder was accused of stealing the contents of the book bag with the book bag, which was over $1,000 in video equipment and cash. Thus, he was charged with the grand larceny, and he and his friend were charged with that grand larceny. And his friend was actually released due to his juvenile status, and Browder had a minuscule bond that was set for him. His family ended up paying it. However, he was on probation for other crimes that he pled guilty to, and he did, in fact, commit, so he was remanded as a violation of that probation. It had nothing to do with bail. It had nothing to do with jumping the turnstile or any of that nonsense where brianna Greyjoy got this story from is absurd and by the way if you want my opinion on the browder case because the case ultimately ended up being dropped because the guy who was the witness in the case the guy who was robbed didn't come to court because he went back to mexico because he was an immigrant and the trial took way too long to actually get set up I think you can let somebody like that out just because they're a juvenile and because the bag appeared to be stolen and it wasn't a violent robbery, even though stealing from somebody is a serious crime and it should have been treated seriously. So I would have let Browder out earlier than he was released. It is sad that he ultimately ended up committing suicide, but the idea that he jumped the turnstiles and then was thrown in a cage and driven insane by the system is nonsensical. It's made up. It's not even the appropriate myth assigned to that story but it just goes to show you how things get garbled in your head over time. Right, I'm just, that should not be the case, and that's bad, but if we're going to keep people in a prison or a facility, I don't care if it's prison or a facility, but someone who beats someone with a rock on video or someone who sucker punches a random person on the street on video, that person should be held either in a mental health detention facility or a prison. You're saying it should be a mental health. I, right, I agree. He needs to take antipsychotic medicine. It would be much better off. That needs to be you know, mandated. It can't just be, oh, we hope you visit right. the treatment and, facility. And so the Actually, actually. So here you have this guy realizing that he's on a panel with two insane people, two people who are insane. He brings up the fact that two of these violent attacks are caught on video. And yes, he should be held. And he says, look, if you want to hold him in a mental health facility and give him treatment because obviously he can't function in society, fine, we'll hold him in a mental health facility. But listen to where things go with these people who swear they're not crazy radical hippies because, of course, it's about to get insane. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but... um... Um, so in New York, what happens is, like, very mentally ill people living on the street, they only come into contact with mental health facilities if they're brought in by police or EMTs. Because there are so few beds, the doctors are very much pressured to get them out as quick as possible. So what they do is they give them a shot of Haldol, which is an antipsychotic medication. They calm down artificially, and then they send them back, back out on the street. That's not mental health care. That's a, a very flimsy band-aid. So here you have this lady saying, oh, they give him a shot to calm him down and then they release them. And that's not mental health care. That's a very flimsy bandaid. And then this guy's like, well, I said that he should be held in the facility if you're saying that they require ongoing mental health care. And there's not a real good response to that. Oh, it's just, I mean, again, like, yeah, they calm them down with Haldol. Haldol, I don't know that, I think, whatever. But. I think it's called Heindol. I think it is called Heindol, the guy who can see everything from the th- 
Thor movies and not Haldol, I think it's called Heindall. If you want my expert opinion on the nonsense that you're spewing, might as well make it more nonsensical. And it's being, this is, this is gets back to the Anna comment. The frustration that people had with Anna was framing this as an idea, as, as an outcome that is a consequence of lax criminal justice policies, um, a consequence of bail reform efforts, a consequence of people having indifference to the, the life of the person who got punched or the, the, the victim here. And that's not at all the case. No, 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 Brianna. That is, in fact, the case. In fact, you're talking about the woman that was punched rather than the guy that was hit by a rock, which is the latest case that actually ended up leading to him being held on some level of bail. But what you're forgetting is that he was auto-released after sucker punching that woman on video, among many of his other auto-releases on assaults that he would have normally been held in jail on based on the pattern of behavior due to the fact that we did a bail reform law, which was a left-wing bail reform law. So 100% it is due to that and we're going to get into the criminal history we are going to pull it up but i just want them to dig a little deeper into the hole before i slap them across the face metaphorically with that document and, and that's what's so destructive especially for someone on the left to pretend yes. that this is an outcome that's a consequence of say bail reform which is just trying to get people like Khalif browder from having to spend two years in jail because they couldn't come up with what was it, like five hundred dollars to get out of jail you know one of the thing i absolutely love about progressives is that they show you each and every single day how disconnected from reality that they actually are she just said that Khalif Browder they couldn't raise the $500 needed in order to get him out of jail now I'm going to assume that according to her brain the bail had to have been set at around $5,000 and they needed $500 as the 10% because if the bond was actually $500 then she's going to have to make the argument that they couldn't raise $50 if you gave him two years that is absurd people get more than that in welfare payments if they're that broke it makes no sense when they get their tax return obviously and clearly they would be able to afford it there are payday loans you can sell stuff jewelry tvs whatever whatever it is not that impossible for somebody to get 500 dollars if you give them two years in the united states of america anywhere in the united states of america obviously that should read as false to anybody who's not completely insane and knows any proportion of poverty in the united states of america but she just repeats that like it's sensible and again i told you they actually did come up with more money to pay his bail for that offense but then he was remanded as a probation violation so it's insanity it's nonsensical but she says that with a straight face and these are the people that we need to take advice from when they're disconnected from reality i'm sorry but you can raise five hundred dollars anybody in the united states of america even a homeless person if you spot them two years to do so and instead she she should be i would argue anna and conservatives alike who are very concerned everybody across the political political spectrum who is very concerned about uh, people being subject to violent acts on the street to get people who do have mental health episodes that cause them to be violent. And again, most people who are mentally ill and homeless on the street never have these kind of encounters. But to the extent that there are some who do, the answer is to get real baseline psychiatric treatment and have facilities so that we, can accommodate their care. So first of all, they're clearly and obviously strawmanning Anna Kasparian. Anna and Jenk are all in favor of mental health care. They're in favor of universal health care. And they're in favor of taxing the rich to spend all this money on all these programs that don't actually work but they're in favor of it so they would agree on these programs but brianna keeps trying to make the case that this has nothing to do with bail reform this has nothing to do with the fact that certain crimes are not bail eligible and you can't even use the repeated criminal history or even not showing up to court to remand somebody to jail but that is just not the case and i can't hold off any longer i'm going to read you this guy's previous criminal history which by the way 
comes from Anna Kasparian proving that at some points in her life, she's actually capable of looking up somebody's criminal history when it suits her. So this man actually has arrested dating all the way back to 1989, meaning he's been treated with kid gloves well before the bail reform system was actually instituted. Bail reform was signed in 2019. That is when it took effect. So we're just going to go over in reverse chronological order all of the crimes that this person has committed that he was auto-released on so you can understand exactly what the problem was. So on May 31st, 2021, he was charged with assault intending to cause physical injury and this was the hate crime assault against the Asian woman. He was automatically released from jail because that was not a bail-eligible crime. Four days before that, he was charged with another assault with intent to cause physical injury, and he was automatically released. 17 days before that, he was charged with another assault with intent to cause physical injury, and guess what? He was automatically released. He also had a property theft included in that, and then in September of 2020, again, bail reform, assault with intent to cause physical injury. Those were two charges that same day. On July 19th, 2020, assault with intent to cause injury of a victim 65 or older, which is escalated to a felony, automatically released. 12-13-20, intent to defraud the transit without pay, so this is jumping the turnstiles. Then you have a reckless endangerment in 425 of 2019, and then you have unlawful marijuana possessions. So now the charges over the course of his history range, some of them serious, some of them not so serious, but what you can see based on me reading it in reverse chronological order is the fact that post bail reform, post 2019, he has escalated to a pattern of physical assault behavior and he has been auto-released in each and every one of those cases, which ultimately led to him bashing the transit worker over the head with a brick. Tell me again how this has nothing to do with the bail reform law that lists all these crimes as eligible for automatic release. So we're saying the answer is asylums. We need more asylums where people can be sent to, uh, to you know, structured mental health facilities that they can't leave at a whim, that they have to stay. I mean, like this person punched someone, yeah. beat someone with a rock. He can't, it can't be up to him whether he gets to leave the facility, well, right? He, you said he doesn't belong in prison, but he, he belongs under you know, the restricted, well, I, I, supervised conditions that he cannot leave at, on his own. I don't know that. So here you have this guy trying to make the case trying to make the argument that okay if you don't want him to be sent to jail he has to be remanded to a mental health facility because obviously he's a danger we have videos and a long pattern of history of him attacking people and that should not allow him to be released on the streets and he's trying to be reasonable he's trying to make the argument and he's trying to say listen he needs to be confined in some place where he's out of the general population for his own safety if you say he's mentally ill but more importantly for the safety of others and why Watch what happens. Watch what these people who have been making the mental health case throughout the course of this video pivot from that because in reality, they want this guy back on the streets. Go ahead, Tana. If we have the kind of facilities where uh, mentally ill people could go and be comfortable and get real treatment and have like good meals and all this other stuff, you actually wouldn't have to force them, right? Like, you just, you just don't. like. If we had the perfect, ideal mental health facilities, we wouldn't have to force them to go. What we need is the utopia of mental health facilities that will lead people who are admittedly non-rational actors, non-sensible people, to not want to leave. So again, these people are actually against any form of pretrial confinement. The whole thing about mental health that they just wasted 12 minutes on is nonsense. They're not in favor of getting these people off the streets because they don't care about the victims. 
victims. They care about the criminals. They want him to have unrestricted freedom because he's mentally ill. And what we need to do is build up the facilities to such a great extent that even if you're completely out of your mind, incapable of making rational choices, you will make the rational choice to want to stay in that facility to receive the treatment. And by the way, this is about to get even dumber. Well, also, so, but wait a minute. None of us here are psychiatrists and none of us have assessed this person in question. So it may or may not be that this is a person who's refusing medication. It may or may not be that this is a person who needs to be locked up indefinitely. That might be the case. So now all of a sudden, they're not doctors. We're just speculating on whether or not this person has mental health issues and that they need to be locked up. When again, they were using mental health to deflect from the fact that he should be held in jail based on his pattern of behavior. But now that this guy's like, fine, lock him up in an institution and give him medication so that way he can get his head in order she's like whoa 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 bro we ain't doctors we just on a podcast we're on the hills channel we can't make that diagnosis and we have no way of knowing at all based on his long pattern of assaulting people repeatedly without remorse and this escalating pattern of behavior if he would be an ongoing continuous threat to society he's only been arrested 41 times maybe if we give him about 41 more times i might think about assessing whether or not i agree with your opinion by the way i'm totally not anti-victim i'm totally not pro-criminal don't worry about it just trust me bro i just don't want this guy in lockup and i'm trying to jump from argument to argument to avoid holding this dangerous person who assaults people on video in jail awaiting trial question is whether or not the framing that anna used is 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 it really getting at the root of the question and I, I would say to you that is demonstrating an indifference to human beings on the street who could be subject to these, this kind of violence if you pretend that rising bail, raising bail levels is going to prevent this kind of outcome. Because we already have bail levels that are set that a person like this can't pay again brianna is just skirting the issue first of all she keeps talking about raising the amounts of money in bail again to be as fair as anna kasparian as humanly possible she didn't say anything about the amount of bail being too low or anything like that she criticized new york's bail reform law which again schedules these people for automatic release so it's not that the bail is low enough that they can afford it and it needs to be raised it's the fact that they are released over and over and over again again let me talk about all all the crimes that they committed i went over them earlier in this episode even though they have a pattern of behavior because you can't use a consistent pattern of behavior to hold somebody in jail so brianna doesn't know anything about new york bail reform law or she does and she's deliberately lying deliberately being misleading because she doesn't want to actually address the issue if they did not pass that law that bail reform law there's almost no chance that this guy would have been out of the streets the idea that you're able to commit five assaults within a two-year period and not None of them are adjudicated and you're committing them while your other cases are ongoing and you keep getting auto released back onto the streets was not a thing before bail reform law it was not a thing that happened so commonly and this is what we see time and time again like that is not what has caused this person to be in the street this person's on the street because eventually he's not committing crimes the likes of which are, are justified he's on the street because there was in. no bail amount the first no, no, no. 39 times on i'm honestly super amused by this libertarian guy because it's like he's dying inside he realizes what an insane show that he's on because he just said the most obvious thing about them being released 39 times without bond or in reality at least 10 times after the bail reform for serious assaults and she's like well you don't get sentenced to 40 years for that but again that's not the issue brianna the issue is you cannot be held at all no matter how many times you reoffend, for certain offenses that are no longer eligible for bail or no longer eligible for you to be held in prison as horrible it is to sucker punch someone in the face you don't go to jail for 40 years like for that and nor should you 
right? Obviously, you should not go to jail for the rest of your life. And you for go to that. jail. So the, the the point is but that you do have to go to jail. They're gonna he's gonna keep getting out. I feel like these are gonna keep being on the street because. We- so right there again, this guy saying the most obvious thing in the world, saying you do have to go to jail though. You should be held in jail. And this woman in the center, the guest that they brought on, the rando from Twitter, makes a weird face saying why. Remember, she is on this show to defend her reputation as some crazy person because she says Anna unfairly depicted her as a crazy person who thinks that you don't need to hold anybody for any reason. So she's making a face at him going to jail. She's just said that you shouldn't mandatorily have anybody get mental health care. You should make the facility so amazing, so stunning, so utopian that people who are out of their mind will suddenly become rational when they see all the amenities and never want to leave. This is what this person is arguing for. She is playing herself. And again, you just see the brain cells dying in this man's head, this poor man. Somebody get him help. Somebody start him a GoFundMe. Somebody get him out of that situation, listening to these people babble in his direction. The jail is not a solution to the kinds of issues that they're dealing with. Jail is not a solution for them, i.e. the criminal. Remember what they said earlier about how it was a caricature of the left wing to talk about how they're more interested in helping the criminal than they are in actually protecting the victims that is a perfect example of this they spend almost no time during the segment talking about the victims anytime this guy tries to bring up consequences for the criminal because of what he did to the victims they try to shut him down and now she's talking about what's good for the criminal what's going to help the criminal and don't worry about any of these policies that are actually auto releasing them whatever whatever just let them out on the streets because i'm in favor of that i do think they might be trying to trigger the state's habitual offender law so maybe he will spend his life in prison which actually will cost us 60 million dollars now i can barely stomach this video i'm not going to go into too much more of it but i do want to talk about two crucial points and the first one is the clip you just saw where they mentioned the cost of incarceration now this is supposed to be the gotcha for the libertarian on the panel when in reality the lefties don't care about the cost of incarceration and they just proposed a lavish mental health system that is so good it will actually just by its existence make the mentally ill not mentally ill and make them want to stay there and get the care that they need round the clock and it's going to be stunning and brave and people are going to ride horses on the beach and if you think i'm joking about that if you think that's hyperbolic if you think that would be an insane thing to say then listen to this beautiful clip. It could be, I say it could be a psychiatric, well, but it has to be somewhere where you have to stay there and you have to be given antipsychotic medication that has to be equivalent yeah. to a sentence you would serve for assaulting multiple people on the street that anyone would serve or, if they... Or you build facilities that aren't hellholes, right? So that people don't mm-hmm. actually want to leave. leave. Yeah. Like, if you imagine if, like, a guy like this was able to go to, like, one of those fancy rich people rehabs where, like, you ride horses and do ceramics or some shit and, like, they give you whatever drugs you actually need. Yeah. That's right. This woman, who totally is not a weirdo, hippy-dippy nut job, thinks that if you assault people over and over and over again, you commit hate crimes against Asian people, you bash a transit worker over the head with a brick, among your many other assaults, among your long rap sheet, your long criminal history, then you should be rewarded by being sent to a celebrity rehab where you get to ride horses on a beach at sunset and make ceramics. It's got to be so good, so beautiful, so stunning and brave, you'll never want to leave it. It's got to be so good that people will be committing crimes just to get in there because that's what people really 
really need. What we really need is for people to want to commit crimes, to want to punch elderly Asian people in the face, so that way they can have a weekend getaway in the Hamptons, because rich people in celebrity rehab, they get to do that, but, like, think about this guy. He's he's assaulting people because he doesn't have access to Lindsay Lohan's celebrity rehab. Every time I think we've hit rock bottom, every time I think we can't get dumber, there is always somebody on the internet.com with a platform who just crops up from the earth, from the ether, forms into the dimension that I live in, the new reality, to prove me wrong. And this is a perfect case of this. Brianna Greyjoy, you're crazy. You're crazy, cat lady. Also crazy. Robbie Soav, I feel so bad for you. If you need help, blink a hundred times in the next video. I will send a life raft for you. I will send a SWAT team for you. We will rescue you. The GoFundMe for him is linked in the description. Let's get this man some help. He needs some mental health counseling. Let's send him to a celebrity rehab where he can make pottery and ride horses on the beach with Lindsay Lohan. Anyway, that's all I really have for you guys today. Thank you so much for watching, and I look forward to reading your comments related to this video because I know they're going to be good. And let me know what you guys think. Do you think that if you are repeatedly assaulting people, if you break the collarbone of a 62-year-old mass transit worker, along with a pattern of assaults, including hate crimes and punching old ladies, that you should be sent to rehab with Lindsay Lohan so that you can make pottery and ride horses on the beach in sunset with the sea breeze air blowing by you? Or do you think that maybe we should stop automatically releasing people regardless of pattern of behavior or propensity to reoffend? I don't know. Let me know down in the comments below. I don't know where you're going to decide on this, but I kind of do. If you like this video, show me by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social medias. You can support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about people who actually make Anna Kasparian seem reasonable. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home 
Home's Wall Outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.